If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey guys, quick note from me, Scott Johnson, your co-host of The Boop Show. Um, all right, so this is a little bit weird, but I've got another show that is doing a, oh, I don't know what you want to call it, kind of a documentary special on Mortal Kombat and the impact it had on the gaming industry. And you had all sorts of crazy stuff then, right? You had like governments doing hearings about video game violence. You had other games like Night Trap and other stuff that were kind of taking some of that limelight. Um, but nothing compared to MK when it was uh, released. And then even later, it was controversial when it came to home consoles, maybe more so. And um, I have a lot of memories of that. I was a big MK fan, so I was excited about it. And I was in my early 20s. Some some of you were much younger, if around at all. Some of you may have been 10 or 11 and wanted that game. What did your parents say? Were they for it? Were they against it? Why were they for it or against it? Do you remember anything from that time? Were you a parent then? Did you have kids who wanted it? Wanted it? Did you play it with them? Whatever your station was at the time of MK's release, I would really like to hear from you and literally hear you. Send a voice memo or some kind of MP3 file, any kind of recording of your voice. You can do it right on your phone. And email your thoughts and feelings to... Scott at frogpants.com. Scott at frogpants.com. And we'll see if we can't use you on that documentary episode. We're very excited about it and would love your help. Again, send a voice memo about Mortal Kombat and your feelings at the time and now to Scott at frogpants.com. This is The Boop Show, episode 249. Today is Monday, June 15th, 2020. Hello, my fellow Earthicans, and welcome to The Boop Show, episode 249. Like I said, I'm Scott, he's Brian. Hi, Brian Dunaway. Hi. Oh, hi, Scott. Oh, hi. Hi, hi, Scott. Hi. Oh, man. What a weekend. I had a baby all weekend. Did you have a good weekend? I had a baby all weekend, which was good, but also busy. Because you know how it is. You get a little... That's a really long time to be in labor. Oh, you mean you like hung out with a baby? Yes. We had to babysit the little guy. uh, Oh, okay. My daughter's house was having his carpet ripped out, so she's busy with that. And we said, hey, we'll take him for the weekend. And that was fine. But, you know, there's a lot of management there. He's got diapers to change and, you know, food to eat. All that. Yeah. So your daughter used the flimsy excuse of carpet changing to load the kid off on you. That's what I, I said. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever ripped up uh, carpet, you know there's like knee ripping staples in it underneath <laughs> it. But yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, but I uh, we had a lot of fun. It was just busy. I felt like I got nothing oh, yeah, else done. Yeah. When I did escape occasionally, it was to play a video game. So we're going to talk about those now. I played. A game I'm very excited about. Like, wait, wait. Yeah. Do you want to How guess? How excited are you? Well, uh, let, let me let me count the ways. I'm actually very <laughs> excited about it. So I really like me some civilization-style 4X uh, turn-based strategy game plan. Yeah, that's a, that's some great. As a matter of fact, did you get you got the Civ 6 on the Switch, right? Did I did that, that too. I did that too because it was only what was it? What was it? 15 like bucks? 15 bones. Yeah, I got my copy. It was stupid cheap. Um I think uh Ibit picked one up as well. So yeah, we uh, been in the mood lately and that's be- by the way an extremely good port of Civilization. So I just want to give props to Civ real quick cuz Civ 6 somehow works on the Switch and not just works but works really well weirdly and I can't believe it works well there. However, the game you're looking at on screen is not Civilization VI. It is a game by former devs of the Civilization series. That team is called Mohawk Games, and they have a whole new game coming out. It's currently in early access. It is called Old World. It's currently on PC, Epic Store only, although I would have to think at some point. uh, Old World? Yeah, it'll it'll head everywhere. That indicates some type of... uh... 
uh, you know, journey through the past. Well, you'd be correct about that. In fact, you know where civilization lets you like pick Teddy Roosevelt and then play him for a thousand years until you go to the moon or whatever. Uh, This takes a little more realistic approach. And that gets me to why I am already in love with this game. I am in love with this game. Well, it's gorgeous. For I'll a bunch, give you that. Right bunch of reasons. Bat. Bunch of reasons. Number number one. Now, if you're going to look at it for the first time, you're going to go, oh, it looks like Civ. Okay. So this is a Civ yeah. game. And you're not wrong about, you know, similarities. It's set in uh, an old time and, you know, you got your, you got your warriors <laughs> and your ancient cities and your stuff, you know. <laughs> the big difference here, though, is you don't, uh, like I said, do the whole goofy thing where you pick Gandhi and then Gandhi's there in the year 3000, right? You, you yeah. don't do that. Yeah, you play Sid Meier, such a moron. You play actual leaders of the era of the ancient times, and you play them until they're dead, and then their son takes over or whoever, whatever the heir is. Sometimes it's a woman. Sometimes you only have daughters. Sometimes you have to make a hard decision about what that means. Do you marry into another uh, part of your your uh, kingdom so that you for sure have a male heir, or do you break with tradition and have a female leader? Well, you can choose. That's the whole idea. So you uh, let's say you start with uh, I don't know Cleopatra. Sure, let's start with her. Uh, she's you know doing her thing, and you're doing a lot of civ things. Every turn, by the way, is a year. So okay, that's what I was curious about because if you have people living uh, lifespans, mm-hmm. boy, you got to be careful with that because they might be dead real quick. Yeah, so it, it, you you go a while before somebody dies, depending on your speed settings and stuff, because this game right. has all that. What's that like an hour or something? Maybe if you're lucky, probably of course, back that. In the day, you maybe might, a little longer. Might have been half an hour. Yeah, it was a little. Yeah, people died a lot younger then, but uh, they uh, you you go through the lifespan of your character, and you even have a little painting portrait thing of him down at the bottom. Um, let's just say like the male leader of what would become Spain or something or some Germanic leader. I forget their names, but he looks like a young, tough, ready to roll. Let's do it. Military, smart guy, tactics, dude, whatever. But as time goes on, he gets gray. He gets a little wrinkled. His painting changes over time. It's very subtle. And then eventually at one point, uh, like in the game I was playing yesterday, the message comes up and says, King uh, Jibby Wits or whatever his name is, is gravely ill. Please get your your uh, life in order. Or get your your oh, okay. your issues in order. And uh, but I knew I knew it was going to be okay because when he passed, I had a son who I not only knew about the year he was born. This was a long time ago, many turns ago. And it says right. you've been baby boy. You've named him Alexander or whatever. And then down the road, it says Alexander has become interested in this. Blah, blah, blah. Do you want to have him be educated in blah, 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 or blah, 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 or whatever? And so you start choosing the path of your of your succession, but it's also people that come to your town. Like, uh, while you were away, a visitor from uh, Sumeria showed up and he's interested in being part of court, says he has a lot to teach you about tactics. Will you let him in? Will you send him away? Will you have him put in jail? Will you have him murdered? You know, you can make all these choices. (laughs) So you can be a total dick king. You can be a nice king. Did you like murder everybody? Like, yeah, I mean, I, in some cases I did, in some cases I didn't. Right. Now, here's it, was it was it because you knew the history of the uh, character that was uh, appearing, or because you just felt like being? Well, I assume that would fit in with. I you. assume some of these are accurate people and names, right? Some right. of them are made up for story, and so it'd be like watching, you know, the uh, I'm trying to get a good example, uh, like the. Uh, the Tudors. Remember that show? The Tudors yeah, by yeah, King those Henry? Guys, the Tudors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are bad people sometimes. Yeah, so you watch the Tudors and you see all these people come and go. Some of those people are fictitious. It's kind of like that in here. Right. And they give you all this cool story like uh, your your daughter has become despondent and found herself infatuated with a commoner. You know, no. What are you going to do? Are you going to let her mess up the bloodline by marrying some serf? Or are you going <laughs> to are you going to step in and say, ah, you, you can't do that. We got to keep it. Ta- how do you have time to build civilizations when you're at home working on a, a soap opera? That's what, is, what you- that's the beauty of the game. It's so seamlessly done. Um, and you never exit. You never are in a modern time with like tanks and shit. You don't do that. Well, you okay. just play. Cause it's called, cause it's called old world. It yeah. It's old world. Yeah. Tanks and shit. You focus on the stuff that I personally prefer about these games, which is I like the old time stuff. I don't really care for when, Suddenly, my horses turn into tanks. That's a weird thing. And yeah, I don't like it's, it. it's a totally different game, right? I mean, because one focuses a lot on city building, modern city building, and war uh, with modern equipment. 
and it just t- turns into a fo- total focus on that. Whereas the old world, you kind of it's it's all about civilization yeah. building, right? And it's, it's and it's still about improving your troops and making them better. And these archers can do right. this now, and you know, so there's still Better guys with like sticks. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you, <laughs> at least you kind of start that way. Uh, right. There, right now, there's a choice of. I think it's. I meant to write this down. It's somewhere between six and eight civilizations and leaders. Okay. Um, so lots of variety there, and it has some things that Civ no longer does that I'm really grateful for. Like this is a very small thing, but people who play these games will know what I'm talking about. Um, civilization in the sixth iteration, the one that's currently the you know the one that came out four years ago and people still play. Uh, the workers changed kind of huh. significantly so that they. Once you do an improvement on a tile, if you have it'll it'll be represented by three workers. One of one okay. of those workers will disappear or die. <gasps> I don't know if he dies, but he just disappears after after you do the improvement. He's gone from my eyes, so, so the, he might as well be dead. So they're no longer this usable. They're they're an expendable, you know, three charge ability. Basically, is what they right, become right. now, and I hate it. It drives me crazy. It's my least <laughs> favorite thing about the changes in six. This goes back to what I liked about Builders in 5 and previous to that, and that is it's a, it's a source of improvement that when it's done improving, it can go and improve something else. The workers don't just disappear. So anyway, it's all big picture 4X stuff. You know, you're trying to either win militarily or diplomatically or with science or you're, you have the best science? wonders by the end or what? whatever. Do you ever try to win with elephants? Uh, you... No, uh, I guess you do if you're a Persian. We're, we're yeah. watching. Well, we're watching this. Uh, we're watching this. This play that you that you have here. The, yeah. what, whoever's playing this, I don't suppose it's you. It's There's me, like no. this giant yeah. elephant that, that they have not addressed yet, and I try to avoid the elephant in the room jokes, but. He's just every time he scrolls back, there's that elephant just sitting there. Okay, like, so what you would probably do in this me. case, because he's not currently. Yeah, look at he, me. He's not I'm a elephant. He's not affiliated with anybody. So what you would do is one of your scouts <laughs> he's would. An, He's a non-affiliated elephant. He's a non-affiliated elephant. One of your scouts would like to go out there and essentially you harvest the elephant, which means that you now have some elephants in your in your stables. Um, And you can do that with all the stuff. So you might find a hill with a bunch of gems in it. You can harvest those gems. Um, It's one of the perks of the of the guys that can do stuff or that can um, uh, that can scout around. The only problem is if they get too far away from your borders, they can no longer. Uh, harvest things so there's there's an incentive to expand your borders get bigger go further out take oh, down smaller city states that's what must of stuff. have heard me he's he's doing something with the elephant now yeah he might actually me. be taking that elephant or he might be attacking it it depends it depends on the scenario you're playing but uh i so so the big changes here for me that are really uh evident are what i mentioned about the dynasty system i think that adds a giant fresh air to this it just makes it feel okay. like a living breathing almost like your city is an rpg now and right it doesn't get too in the way, but it's also not so small that it, that you think it's kind of useless. Like it's meaningful and matters, and it just breaks the gameplay up in such a cool way. I love those features. The second thing I really like about it is movement uh, or turns. Uh, those movements of you know moving between um, uh, hexagons is now kind of a currency. So okay. you can save some for the next time or you can spend them all and go really far. Like it's kind of a shared currency that you have. You're always sort of keeping track of. Um, it's not convoluted or a pain to use. It's actually very simple and is, it makes is sense. Is it based on your, your, the, who you choose? Like your, uh... Well, they basically call them orders and okay. they look like the icons, like a little rolled up piece of paper with wax on it, you know, like an order. Oh, like a scroll. Yeah. And if you use those yeah. orders, you can go as far as as many orders as you have. If you run out, you end the year and you go to the next year. Uh, if you go far and you're like, I need to go farther, there's a problem. Like they're t- attacking this small outpost. I need to get down there with some some cavalry right, and take right. care of the problem. You can do marching orders, which uses a currency. <gasps> and it uses 100 of this currency. But I've saved up so much, it was always it was not a problem. But you use this currency, and now that dude can go much farther. You're basically forcing them to, Interesting. to to go further. Anyway, it is really special. I think that they're they're nailing this, and there are a lot of pretenders Ooh. to the Civilization Crown. Lots of games out there Ooh, that try to do they? this. This is called they're called Mohawk Games. They are a right. spin out. They spin they spun out from the from Firaxis and the uh, Civ team. So these are Civilization developers people who left. Right. Yeah, and they make they're now making this game. And it to me feels like 
such a breath of fresh air across the board. It's it's in early access. There are some things that aren't done. There's some missing animations, a couple of them, real small stuff like that. But the overarching product is functional, playable, and already has a ton of depth. And they're adding new stuff all the time. They're super active. Um, can I can I purchase this currently? Yeah, you totally can. Just- yeah. Go use the, in fact, Epic. Epic's the only place that has it. See that? Why I wrote that in the thing. See right there? It's right there in the notes right there where I put the PC in Epic. See that? Uh, It's in Epic Early Access, Epic Store on PC. It'll likely end up on Steam like everything does, even if they start on Epic. I don't know when that will be. Uh, I'll talk about a thing about that in a minute that actually really impressed me this week about, about a developer that moved from Epic Early Access over to Steam Early Access. And maybe they're all doing this, but I know, I know of one in particular. I'll get to that in a sec. When I get to my just dimension, but anyway, um, it's really amazing. This is uh, Soren Johnson, by the way, is the lead developer. He was the lead dev on four. He also really made the last game these guys made, or he was part of, was Off World Trading Company. Do you remember hearing about that? Oh yeah, I do. It was more of a, um, it was like one of these, except it was set on a, it was set in space, and it was mostly about trading and and keeping your markets good, which was kind of cool, but not really. I'm not really into that math. I don't really care about stock markety kind of thing. So it didn't really do it for me the way this is. This thing is really doing it for me in a way that is excruciatingly satisfying. And that just one more turn thing is totally here and intact the way it is in Civ. And even more so because you're working with this orders movement currency. And there's even just some nice things. Like let's say you got normal animation turned on and you're only moving a little ways away. Your guys will do the full and walk over there, right? But if you send them on a much longer trek because you got a bunch of order inventory right. or you put them on marching orders and it's a huge jump. In those other games, you got to wait for them to run whatever speed you set it at. Right, right, Not right. this. They just go, depending on how far they are, they run faster. So if they're really far, they'll just go and be there. If it's short, oh, you'll get a nice no. little thing. So just little like quality of life improvements. So it's, it's like they've thought a lot about it. Yeah, it feels like they've thought a lot about it. Right. Uh, so again, it's Old World is the name of the game. It's currently available only on the Epic Store. They they got one of those deals. I'm sure they got some nice money for that. Uh, I don't care where I buy my games. I just like to play them, so I'm happy to get it there. Plus, they have a $10 gift. Or if you didn't cash in your $10 uh, summer sale thing, they give you a free 10 bucks toward anything on the Epic Store. I just oh, used it really? here. So like, I only when paid. When did they tell you that? Like on your checkout? Or these, is no, no uh, you should. I think you had to get go get it during the spring sale, but I'm not 100% okay. sure about All that. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. You might well, have it. It I might did. just be on your account. I don't know. Forty bucks. Yeah, thirty-nine bucks. Uh, Twenty-nine is what I pay because I got I use the thing. But this is worth forty already. And man, give does you it, 10. it scratches every freaking itch I have for this kind of game. Just yeah. scratches them all with both hands and lots of nails on each with finger. Both hands. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really great. I cannot stop. I can't stop playing it. And I can't stop thinking about it. I really like it that it, much. Well, it is gorgeous to look at, and it looks like it, I'm, I'm watching this person just go through the motions, and it looks so satisfying. Everything about it looks satisfying. Everything you've described about it looks satisfying, and I just don't know why I wouldn't get this game. Oh, yeah, I remember now, because I can't spend two days playing one video game. It's how it'll be, too. You'll play oh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean you can, the kind of game, you can this is the kind it. of game that I would stay up until, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Playing. Well, here's the other thing that this may please a lot of people to hear this. I love these kinds of games, but I'm also notoriously terrible at them. I talked about this on Twitter a little bit. I'm not great at them. And in fact, I rarely get to even what you would describe as mid game in something like Civ six. I get oh, far yeah. enough yeah. and then I go, Ugh, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm going to start a new one. It's that early game that I love the most. When yeah, things yeah. are a little simpler, they make a little bit more sense. Your decisions feel more impactful because they're early and important, and it's not just maintenance down the road. The mid-game in these games can be boring or can right. be just so big that you just can't get your head around it. Uh, what I love about this game so far is everything. I never lose the feeling of the early game. It always feels mm-hmm. – I'm, I'm, I'm progressing. I'm upgrading. I'm doing rad things. I'm building a tech tree. I'm doing all the stuff I want to do. But I never feel like I'm – getting right. into the weeds. I feel like I'm still at the peak of like, all right, badass. We're going to make another city. Let's send some settlers over there. Sweet. My Oh, my wife's being rude to me. She's going to live in a cottage up the road. Like there's that kind of stuff in it. It's really good. You guys. I love the idea that you sent your wife up to a cottage. No, it's really great. Be gone. Can't, can't say enough. 
All right. So I, 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 I have, have one more question because the thing that fascinated me the most, most yeah. of this is pretty usual stuff, but I, I, I'm interested in the, in the timing of having these characters die mm-hmm. in a game that's basically fast track life. So you say you have heirs. Do you always have an heir or does sometimes you have to have someone who comes along who's not a direct descendant? Uh, there are times like that. So if you, right. like you could actually run into a situation where the person you chose to marry from either another sieve or from your own country, but they're from a different city, a nobleman or something. Let's say you married a lady from, uh, you know, a, a, a princess from the town over. Right. And you thought she was perfect and you chose her based on some statistics, by the way. So like yeah. she's, she's very happy and outgoing um, which is plus something to happiness. The people love her. That's plus this to ah, social, whatever. Yeah. So you get those benefits like you would in a game like this, but with these relationships. But you may marry her and find out later she's barren and you didn't know <gasps> it. And so you're you're no! kind of screwed. So you can have uh, a situation where you've got to name an heir that isn't your blood. And there may be oh. some subterfuge with that depending on the race or the... Um, uh, yeah, the race that you chose. Yeah, like your yeah. civilization may be just weird about that and they can't do anything but the blood of the king, but others right. may be a little more, more lenient. Or like yesterday, I was experimenting around and my queen was being all rude and mean to me. She doesn't like me. She's just sick. She's bored with <laughs> just royal like life. Real life. Just like real life. So she goes and lives <laughs> in the cottage down the road in her own little right. half kingdom thing. And so I'm left up here and I start, and oh, and I have, there's some some lady in the court uh, who's an advisor to me and my judges or whatever, she's starting to get a little flirty. So oh. without t- too many words to describe it, they they set up a scenario where you have an affair with this lady if you want, and now she has right. your illegitimate son. Nice. So you got a bastard son. You got a bastard can they son. Beca- can, they, can they lead? I, that I've never done, but I, I guess, want to assume yes. according to the race, right? Yeah, I assume that you may be in a scenario where you would do that. Um, right. there was There was a scenario where one of my sons was such a butthole and he's so crazy <laughs> that we ended up putting him in basically the equivalent of a mental hospital in in the old nice. in the old world because he's just nuts but he's basically dead to me and I'm moving on now and it's my daughter who now is the one I'm going to keep track of and she's a really smart military mind so she's probably going to be my right. heir like it's just rad it it's is rad. I'll be honest though if I if I saw the title old world I would be like I don't know uh, it's a good name. You don't like that name? It's a good name. I don't know. I just don't think it excites anything in me. It's, well, what would you like prefer? What would you world. What would you name a game that I described this way to you? What would you call this? Uh, something other than Old World. Yeah, but Civilization I mean, like, is a boring like, name. Right? Civilization is a boring name. It means nothing. It's only a big deal when you hear it because of its legacy. It's only It's only a big deal when you hear it because Sid Meier put his name right behind it. And you're like, it's like oh, okay. This dude knows what he's doing. Well, okay, but, so uh, let's say this was called uh, Soren Johnson's Old World. I would be down with it, actually. For some reason, <laughs> Old World just doesn't do anything for me. It's just like, Old World. I don't know. It works for me. Old World. I don't. I think Old World works for me. I need and... blast processing if I'm going to get on board See, with something. See, but then later in your life, you realize that was just bullshit. All of it. You're gonna, when you were a kid and they said blast processing, you went, yeah, that Sega's got it. Nintendo don't, you know, we we're like all into That's it. That's right. Nintendo and then later don't. you find out it's just a bunch of marketing lies anyway. They're just being edgy for you because of the age you were at. Like, right. Eh. I, I guess old world just doesn't say anything to me. It doesn't, it doesn't like say anything. I don't know. Like well, a civiliz- Creed. civilization like- doesn't say Sid Meier on them anymore anyway. They just, yeah, they just say Civ 6 now. Because it's an established brand. I think if the quality is high enough, this thing establishes itself, people play it, and then you start to think of Old World with high regard. It's like any good Can you even trademark the name Old World? No, probably not. Well, maybe you can for a game, yeah. But you can go call your movie Old World or a song Old World, and there's no laws against that. I guess so. Yeah. That's why movies don't have laws like that or limits. Uh, You can't... Right. Somebody could come out tomorrow with a movie called um, uh, uh, Inception. Oh my God! Star Wars. Could okay, they call it Star Wars. They could, in theory, yes, but they they would just be asking for the worst possible takes from everybody, right? So they wouldn't do that. It's kind of a self. I call it Star Wars, and I don't have much of drama between a bunch of actors, right? But you could call something Inception, no problem, right? It would totally work. You could call right. something. Well, there are like three movies called Crash. All of them were were oh. prominent movies called Crash. Same Those thing. are terrible names. They are terrible names, but you see what I mean. Yeah. 
I I see what you mean. Yeah. So I'm I'm a I'm gonna go on record and say it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite things I've played so far this year. And I will and oh. and, I, and I'll say this. You know, if you're not at all interested in turn based uh, strategy games based on you know this sort of stuff, if you never liked a Civ game in your life, any of those things, this probably isn't for you either. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to say this is going to change who you are, but if these interest you at all, or you're already in that space, you're going to, you're going to pee yourself. It's that good. It's that good. It does look good. It's all I want to do. It's all I want to do. All right, Brian, tell me about squids from space. Now that we can jump from that to squids from space. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what else is good? Squids Mm. from space. Mm. This, uh, this past week I've had several people tell me that I should play squids, squids from space. It was free. I think it's still free. Is early access still? Uh, you can get on Steam. Uh, you're talking about the developer Fun Bits. This game has been around actually in early access since 2017, but it has finally gotten to a point of maturity. And uh, they're trying to get, I believe, trying to get people to play on these servers because they do have their own uh, dedicated servers. Mm. And they are few. Uh, and I had a little trouble with the uh, US server, but I was able to get on the EU and play no problem. It is one of those 8v8 games where you're either on Team Human or Team Alien Squid. Okay. And then you get to shoot. Which one do you That's like? Right. What do you prefer? I, well, I'll be honest with you. I have, well, okay. So when I started playing, I, I jumped right into onto Team Squid because mm. I was interested in the weapons they had because they were alien weapons. Uh, but once I realized that you had to upgrade before you could unlock certain really cool weapons uh, by doing playing like a King of the Hill, Capture the Flag type games. King of the Hill. like Just like that. So you pick, uh, you, you, you do the, you, I think I mostly played Capture the Flag, but it's really more like Capture the, uh, the, the, the Sergeant or the, uh, one of the alien brains. So okay. that's what you're doing. You're All going. Right. You're going to the other other person's camp and trying to uh, grab one of the grab grab one of their leaders and take them back to your place and rack up the points. If you do that enough times, you will win. Is it bad and that I think their their UI is freaking butt ugly? It's an ugly UI. Yeah the the UI is not the most attractive thing here, but that's not where the fun is at. The fun is in the gameplay. I was really impressed. If you're going to have an 8v8, and in some ways it kind of plays like a top-down kind of Heroes of the Storm or like a, like a Dota-type game, but you don't really have anything else. You're just you're controlling just those uh, eight characters on each side. And uh, I really enjoy... Oh, by the way, this is me playing. Actually, it's me going through all the cool stuff uh, that I was trying to figure out and customize my character. By the way, that's one of the mechs, the salt mechs that you get to so unlock. So you can be a mech, to, eh? That's cool. I like that. You, well, you don't ever become a mech, but what you do is you occupy a mech. Oh. Wow. <laughs> so it's just right. a skin is what you're saying. That's it. It's skin. It's, and that's basically all it is. And the squids, they're pretty much always in a uh, a bodysuit. They have human, humanoid bodysuits. They they hop in uh, and they they that's how they fight. And then if, the, if you kill one of them, uh, they they're in like a little habit trail ball and they roll around and they can actually jump on you and take over your body Whoa. and basically put you into a watch mode. Okay. So instead of playing, you're now watching one of these turds running around using your equipment and blowing up your people, which ain't cool. Just like a uh, dual stick shootery thing. Are you, are you fine with the left some, stick and you know what I mean? Some parts of it are dual stick shooter. Uh, it's according to which weapon you have. Uh, but yes, it, it is kind of a dual stick shooter in some modes. Uh, in the mechs, you have two people that can fit in most of the... I think all the mechs that I played anyway have two people that can fit in a mech. Oh, so uh, it's one like does a, some it's like like a, some shooting explosives and you like you another person controls like, like the movement and some of the shooting. Um, sounds like a, but, it's like a vehicle type or something, sort of. Yeah, it's a vehicle type. So, so okay, so, all right. Your frame rate is pretty... I, lousy on this but it yeah. was lousy and i thought it was me i thought it was me right now it's kind of lagging out um it was actually the servers i dropped out and i checked local play to see how it was doing and it wasn't it was not lagging there it was only when i was playing online like i said they're dedicated servers so you kind of get what you get and don't get much more that makes sense um 
It yeah, it makes sense. It is, but the the problem is, like I said, they need more players because they need more people in their play. And I think when I played, there was only maybe three or four humans oh, at any point in time. We're actually okay, actual players. But I will say this: but you can play bots, with bots. You got bots. That's cool. Yeah, so you got bots. So it's always even and balanced out. Yeah. And I want to say the best thing about this game is this wonderful balance of uh, of power. Because I mean, every time I played, it was never one-sided it was always very close i love watching it, it, you just sort of stand around that thing there's well a- i'm trying to figure out what neo's doing he's following around I'm like who the crap is this this is at this point in the game i don't even know that i'm mostly playing with bots i'm thinking oh, this guy those are human. people gotcha okay right and i'm like what is this guy even doing yeah and uh so Oof. a lot of the aliens <laughs> what's that now the, 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 the freaking frame rate drop is brutal dude it it, it was terrible it cleared up uh, a lot yeah. Uh, as I as I went along and it, it got much more enjoyable. Like I said, I almost dropped out and said, forget it. Forget it. This is trash. But like I said, I had I had a lot of people that I trust and they said it was really good. And I took them at the word and I did it. And nice. I played it. I enjoyed it, especially the mech stuff. And when uh when, when other when I did start having other friends who were local start hopping in. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. I would love to play this game with you, Scott. Uh, Squids from Space. I would play. Uh, by Fun Bits. It is unlimited gameplay forever, and it's uh, free right now. Free I'm to play. It's going to continue to be free, and it hasn't been released full access yet. So, Yeah, Fun Bits was my uh, stripper name in high school. It was Fun Bits. Yeah, Fun Bits. You don't want to know why. I okay. want to know why. Now why I'll tell was you. the Fun Bits? <laughs> it wasn't fun, I promise. Nothing fun about my stripper career went badly all right uh hey what do you what do you say about this uh did you ever play micro machines in the day is that a thing you ever did, did i play micro machines as in the real life micro machines absolutely okay then or are you talking about the video games no, i mean the video games that were based machines. on the micro machines cars. okay yeah those two yeah you play all <laughs> okay so you played, those, played those video two. games as well uh I played those two the there's somebody made one of those and it's not branded like that it is not the name micro machines but it is definitely although the person i'm watching here is terrible at it uh they're definitely <laughs> not me in it's not the, me it's not me either uh it's uh it's very much like a homage or love letter to what those games were basically it's chalk lines around real world places in a bedroom or a kitchen or whatever uh it's got obstacles like toys and you know big cartons of milk and uh, toy airplanes laying there. And there's a bunch of candy on the side of this thing. So I went and found a bunch of like blocks and candy and stuff and made it a kind of your, kind of your, um, what do you call it? Like when you have tires on the edge of a regular racing track, it's like that they're like there to bumper you or whatever. Oh yeah. Bumpers. Yeah. Anyway, it's all top down. There's a multiplayer mode. There's single player campaign. Uh, you race a bunch of these little cars. Again, the person I'm watching right now is very bad. Uh, and they, slow. they're just they're just going through the tutorial. I mean, yeah, it's a tutorial time. It's fine. I I wish they'd here. I'll skip ahead some. Uh, you can yeah. There, there's a couple of ways to win the race. One is just being in first, but you gain these points Ooh. by knocking them out. So if the other guy gets locked out of the screen because you got so far ahead of him, right, you get a point for that. And in a multiplayer race, you, they'll just straight up you know they're out for the round. Um, that's how it used to be in in micro machines as well yeah this is this is a common thing that micro machines did uh this person's so bad the ai just won and i don't (laughs) know how they like they like like turbo right into the wall yeah he's really bad at this video game i didn't i haven't lost the race yet but anyway local is this local co-op i haven't tried the online or sorry i haven't tried any of the multiplayer stuff yet at all so i can't tell you for sure i've only played the single player stuff i can tell you this the game is only two dollars and 99 cents what? It's so dumb cheap that it's ridiculous. And it's actually a load of fun. There's great car physics. You're drifting a lot. Uh, there's, you know, obstacles make you drive certain ways. Uh, a joystick or a, um, excuse me, a, a controller is perfect for this because you're like, you know, whipping around corners with a controller and stuff. It's just a fun, dumb little thing based again on those Micro Machines games. The one I played the most was the PlayStation 1 Micro Machines game. It had a fuller name. I don't remember the full name. But man, does this name. it was more robust. It was, it was more like, robust, a more full name. Yeah, it was yeah. like Micro Machines Old World or something. <laughs> it, was. it was really good. And we played it to death. It was all couch co-op or couch competitive back in the day. 
Um, but this is good. They, they clearly have an eye for it. They've, they've built all these tracks that look like somebody's bedroom and somebody's kitchen and somebody's den and, and that sort of thing. It is called Tinker Racers. I guess I never said the name. Tinker, Tinker well, I Racers. I think you did right at, at the beginning. Did I? Uh, so Tinker Racers. Tinker Racers. That yeah, that's the you name. Just, you must have. You must have been on you. You must not be as picky as I am about names. <laughs> well, I saw it and went. <laughs> my my big draw there was a. It looked like micro machines, and b. It was two ninety nine, two dollars ninety nine cents. I'm like, duh. Of course, I'm getting that, this. That is hard to argue with. I will give you the two ninety nine. Will get my attention. Yeah. So here it is. Maybe Rump- you should maybe you should call it. Uh, Tinker, what was it called? Tinker Racers. Tinker Racers. Colon two ninety nine. There you go. Or it's only two ninety nine. Cheapest thing on that's this what you thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this was only, uh, like I said, two bucks ninety nine cents. You, uh, their description on the page says you drive mini RC cars through tracks built around the house with common everyday items. Forget the miss or the finishing line and just try to stay in sight. Up to four friends can join forces and compete with each other on local multiplayer. There's your answer. It's local. Join forces with your friends <laughs> join in their micro tiny cars. There we you can't go. say micro machines. <laughs> yeah, they're tiny micro, little micro cars, mini cars. Rumbora party games. So they do like a lot of party games? Or I don't is that, have or any idea. These guys? No idea. First time yeah, I've ever developer. seen what they've done. Yeah, Rumbora Party Games. Yeah, it's a terrible name, but I think they made a fun little thing. Uh, well, it it definitely satisfies something because I was going to just mention this later, but they've got the uh, oh, what is the what is all the uh, multitude of games they've got on that new Switch game they got? With, oh, fifty one like party. What is it? President. Uh, uh, I was just playing it this morning. Gosh dang it. Clubhouse. Clubhouse games, right. They used to have a DS version Clubhouse of games. Clubhouse yeah. games. So, yeah, so that's it. And so Clubhouse games has got like a, got like a slot track uh, racer in there. And so when, you, when I saw that you were playing Tinker Racers, I was kind of like going, oh, you know what? I kind of had fun with that slot car racing earlier because... It it is it is challenging though. Well, I don't Brian, know if you've for it. for three dollars on Steam, you could find out for yourself. It's only three bucks. Well, you, you know what was free? What the the slot racer version <laughs> of Clubhouse Games. <laughs> yes. I don't know why I've been playing so many free games the last couple of weeks, but like uh, Squids from Space, that was free mm-hmm. last week. I played a couple of free games. I I don't know what's going on. It's not like I'm like holding tightly onto my wallet and going, nope, not buying no games. Well, tell me it about uh, seems... Mayhem and a Single Valley Confessions. That also appears to be free. A- absolutely. That's my confession. There's Mayhem in Single Valley Confessions. Uh, Fluxcopic Limited uh, has this game out. It came out on April the 30th. It's free on Steam, uh, and it still is in early early access, sort of, kind of. Uh, this is not the full game. The full game is supposed to come out sometime in 2020. Mm. Uh, action adventure where you are. Uh, you're this little Red Riding Hood character here on screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to you have to go about in your chunky pixel style. By the way, I love the art style in this game. At first, I was a little bit turned off from it because it kind of felt cheap because they were really large, blocky things. And I like it. I don't want to say it's not really Minecraft-like. But the 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 chunks are there, yeah. but it's not square. No, I get, I get like. you. I get you. Right. So, but I, the, I like but the look looks, of it though. It looks neat. I think it looks it great. It looks it looks so good. And at first, when I was playing it, I didn't care for how it controlled or how it looked or pretty much anything. The only thing that really just blew me away was the color palette and the this amazing lighting effects they had going on. I don't even know what game engine this is, but I want to look further into that uh but you're playing uh, th- this this young man this character who is about to embark upon uh going to school uh and he's he's uh trying to wrap everything at home and get out there and uh but in the meantime before he can get out of town oh no the zombie apocalypse happens so you got to take care of that before yeah. you go off and do your real real thing right? that'll get out of hand real fast if you're not careful yeah so so you're, you know you live in a, you live in a house and you're you're trying to escape. The reason why we all feel bad for this character is because he wants to get out of, uh, underneath his his mom who is who is uh, emotionally abused. We assume because uh, her his father is a is a real hooch hound. Mm. He just sits on the couch 
and drinks booze. And, uh, and matter of fact, it comes into play later on in the game because you have to take some booze and, and tempt him to go upstairs yeah. and go to bed, yeah. get his sorry hoochie butt upstairs and get in the bed. <laughs> and, uh, so that's kind of where this game is at, but it's, it's a lot of, uh, exploring for items and collecting items, uh, as you go along. And, uh, you'll you'll face many enemies because what happens is you're you observe uh the the contamination of 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 the uh of the local water supply yeah uh, hence your, the, hence the un, undead or whatever they are that is the, right the infected, so yeah. the, the contamination happens before your eyes you're out you're like watching and like the joker or somebody this is like a plot right out of like an old batman tv series there's some guy you know poisoning the uh the water supply with some kind of toxic toxic thing but while you're watching some other guy sees you watching that and he assumes you did it and so you gotta clear your good name before you leave town and stop the zombie apocalypse Mm. all in one um so i i loved this game i thought like i said it was a slow start i played it one day and i played it and I didn't even want to play it again. I was like, this is stupid. Mayhem in Single Valley Confessions gets up from me. Mm. But then I went back and I was like, you know, I really enjoyed how it looked, though. Mm. There was something about it that I wanted to explore deeper. And I'm glad I did because I really found the groove. Once you get used to how uh, the game handles and what they're expecting from you, you're like, wow, I could really see this going someplace. And uh, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun chasing down... Um, is really the most about this game is doing stupid stuff and discovering stupid things. Kind of like it when you used to, you played Legend of Zelda. Yeah, I love Le- the past. Of course, sure. You know things that don't necessarily make sense, and you and you tool around until you accidentally discover something, and it's like, how did that happen? And you're like, oh, that's kind of like how this game is. You can kind of play linear and go and do the things you need to do. But there's a lot of little things that kind of surprise you. You're like, oh, and they could do that. That's a different solution to the problem than I thought it would be. Mm. And uh, I did that a lot. And like I said, there's a lot of potential here. I don't know where it's going to be. It's kind of supposed to come out in 2020. We'll see if uh, see if it does it. But right now, you can get Mayhem and Single Valley con- and Confessions for free on Steam. Is single uh, the, single valley a reference to like the dating situation there? What's the what's the deal there? What's with the single I, valley? I didn't look that deep into it, but um, it's about an hour and a half game, so I I pretty much completed. oh it's short is it? Okay, yeah, wow. it's, it's it's short. Well, it's just like a prologue. They yeah. call it confessions because the real game is going to be called Mayhem and Single Valley. Oh, you know, this reminds right. me of uh, what's that? There's another thing that came out as a prologue for like a year, and now it's finally out. Uh, right. Oh, is the the dun- dungeon crawling deal with the guy in it? Oh, we just talked about it the other week, right? Yeah, it's like a stone shard. Stone shard. That's yeah, it. that's it. Stone shard. Yeah, you they, did good. That's, you that's pulled a, that one right out of your butt. Right out of my bunghole. Yep. Right out of your bunghole. <laughs> Look at this, everybody. Right out but my butt. But I got to probably say some of my favorite parts in Mayhem and Single Valley is some of these mini games that as you go along, like there's one part where you're trying to help mom get rid of get and do all the chores and you have to go in the backyard and uh, your dog is laying He's pooping out this toxic poop and you have to race against time to get it and throw it into the, into the, into the trash can. And, uh, if you don't do it fast enough, he keeps pooping more mm. and it's, uh, it's quite frustrating, but it's quite fun. More poop, more poop. And you gotta be careful because there's things that you wouldn't think you'd get killed for. You get killed for. Mm. You're like, Oh, I'll just do this real quick. I'm dead. What just happened? And you'll back up and like, okay. So there is, it's, it's a lot of experimentation. Well, uh, I, this seems interesting, and I like that art style a lot, so I will definitely give it a look. That's on Steam, yeah? Where do I get this? That's on Steam, yeah. Okay. Is it? I don't see it on Steam. I'm doing a search. Oh, there it is. Uh, if you, I got a link in the show notes. No, it's here. You're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's your link. Yeah. It uh, For some reason, the first time it didn't come up, I must have spelled it weird. All right, a uh, quick mention of uh, a game that I was going to talk about earlier in a weird context, and I'll do it real quick. So uh, Clay Entertainment, you know those guys. K L E I Clay Entertainment. Yes, Clay. I call him. Is it Clay? I always call him Clay. I thought it was Clay, but anyway, they make You're no. You're right. They make no bad video games. That's their thing. I thought you hated that that survival game. Uh, I don't hate it. I'm just bad at it. Oh, okay. uh, so I don't play it. But you're talking about Don't Starve. Yeah. 
That's right. Don't start. Uh, it's my. It's, it's the one game of theirs that I'm less interested in playing because, again, I don't like st- I don't like survival games very much. But uh, or at least that, that kind of survival game. But as far as it being one of those, it's excellent. All their games are great. Like one of my favorite games of all time is 2015's Invisible Ink. I can play that anytime. It's an amazing game. I have it on four platforms because I love it that much and I want to play it all the time. It's amazing. So uh, if you've never played Invisible Ink, do it. Play it all the time. Play it. <laughs> that and Mark of the Ninja. Amazing game. Oh my gosh. Mark of the Ninja Enhanced Edition or whatever it is that's on Steam right now. A must buy if you game. never play that game. An incredible game. game. Uh, so this is them doing that again, except this time it's Griftlands. Now, this isn't new. It was over on. Uh, for the last year or so, it's been on Epic in early access. It's now also on Steam in early access. And much further Ooh. down the road, they've they've updated the hell out of it since it was on Epic. But you can get it in both places now. Now, the reason I bring this up is I'm not going to review the game or talk about it too deep. Other than so far, I think it's super rad. And I'll talk about it more after I've had some time with it. Um, but it's everything I was hoping it would be. They were making a deck builder with story. That's all I needed to know. I already knew I was in. It's only 12 something. It's like 1250 or something to buy the damn thing. You just freaking buy it. Okay. That's what you do. Um, however, this is what another reason I love these guys. If you already owned it on Epic, they got you your Steam copy for free. This is the company doing that. Look not, at you, Epic. It's not, no, not Epic. Epic didn't oh. do it. Clay did it. <laughs> so look at you, Clay. Yeah. Steam and Epic, you know, that isn't a thing. But, but Clay's like, look, you own the game. It's licensed to you, so we're going to honor that. And now you own it here as well. So I think that is just a badass way to treat your customers. And I really like those guys for it, even though I was more than happy to spend my 13, which I did. Um, Do it. Spend but, all the money. Uh, can't say enough about it so far. It's really good. Uh, but I'll do more of that next week when I uh, get around to it. And uh, You ever you play know. Magic the Gathering? Yeah, I did, uh, the, no, the video no game designer is Richard, Richard Garfield. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he made he made that yeah, horrible. He helped make that horrible uh, Steam game, um, the Valve game. Uh, was, well, let's not let's not talk about that. Let's instead talk about his <laughs> new card game, Keyforge. Oh, how's that going for him? Well, it's, it seems to be doing okay. Um, I had never heard of it until my son Andrew brought it to my attention. I'm like, interesting. I got to take a look at that. Uh, See, now that's interesting week. to you because it's Richard Garfield. Not because right. of uh, the dumb name that it is. Because if it was Keyforge and you didn't know who made it, that just sounds like a dumb name. See? No, Keyforge actually is cool. Keyforge makes me go, huh? <laughs> no, it doesn't. What does that mean? It does no, not. No, it makes me think. It makes me think. Wonder if you got to make keys or forge some kind of keys. Keyforge to old me, world, old world just makes me think of musty. <laughs> <laughs> Keyforge sounds like some shitty mobile game. Is what it sounds like. <laughs> So now that we know who's behind it, though, I'm as excited as you are. But I think I'd already heard of this. It's already a board game, right? I think. Yeah. Well, no. Is is Keyforge has been around? I think since 2008, but it's just it's just now starting to get. Uh, oh yeah, in, there it is. In yeah. my circle, it's starting to get some traction. Gotcha. So they're making a video That's game it. version of this, is what you're telling me. No, no, I'm playing the card games. Oh, all right. Well, Physical. Right. Now, if you want a if you want a video game recommendal, then you can ha- you can head over to Epic Game Store. And uh, until June 18th and pick up Ark Survival Evolved. It's free. It's what's free now. It's a survival game. I hate those. I know, but it's really cool. <laughs> you know, I say I hate them. No, I do hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to backtrack that. Nope, nope. I'm sticking with what I got. I'm sticking with it. Well, some yeah, some some could argue that there are things in Deep Rock Galactic that are survivally, but it's not the same. I mean, all games are survival to a certain yeah, point, right? But, but it's a most a game where I got to go. There's only one game where I had to harvest shit to build shit that I actually enjoyed, and that is the current state of No Man's Sky. Everything so else you can got to F off. you got to harvest the shit before you can build this shit. That's right. You need to harvest gotcha. then build. Otherwise, you got nothing. You got shit, really. So what I'm saying is, right? Uh, no Man's Sky does that for me just fine. Everything else feels dumb in comparison. So I just don't. I can't. I can't get into it. I can't go tame a dinosaur while I'm building the freaking house. Just, I don't want it. I don't want to do it. It's just not my thing. It seems neat, and I'm glad people love it, but I just I, it's not my jam. So free is but too much free. for you. Gotcha. I, oh, I bought it on on Epic for free. Oh. Like I went and did it because that's what I do. Even if I don't like the game they have up there, I'll still I'll still get right, the free one. Maybe later you'll be like, oh, I wish I could. I could change my mind. There was a time yeah. in my uh, teens and twenties I would never play something like a Civilization game, but today I eat it up. 
So right. you never know what you're going to like later. All right. There's that. Hey, uh, we should do uh, uh, this. Guess here. my game, baby. Let's play Guess My Game. We play these sound files for each other on game or from games of old, sometimes old, old world. <laughs> old world games. Uh, here's one for Brian to try to figure out that I just captured today. The hint, Pac-Man. The hint I will give you. It's Pac-Man. No. Pac-Man World. The, no. <laughs> the hint I will give you is we're talking late. Uh, I don't want to give this away. Let me see what the date is on this. Hold on. 2000. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's see what year this came out. This came out. Oh, where's the date? 1922. Old World. Found it. 1993. Okay, you ready for this? Oh, excellent. I think mine was from 1998. Go ahead. All right. 1993. This was a console game. And I'll tell you that later, when the PlayStation 1 came out in 1996 here in the States... It showed up on there as well. Okay. A port of that. So give it to me. Those are your hints. Here you go. Pretty sure I've played this game. Sounds familiar. I loved this game so freaking much. I loved it. Any guesses yet? No. That gun gun sound is so... It's burned into my brain, dude. Burned into my brain. It really is. That's what I'm thinking. It's like that gun sound, I can... I can feel it. It's touching me. Yeah, it's super meaty. Yeah. Those had that meaty gun sounds in that game. It does have some really good meaty. Oh, I can't. I, I don't know. Is it, is it? It almost sounds like, but it'd be way too early. It reminds me of some of the sounds in Murder Death Kill MDK. Nope, not that. But I mean, no, early. it's definitely not that because yeah. MDK was that was, was way late, further right? along. Yeah, it's like two thousand uh, or ninety nine or something. Yeah, yeah, but it 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 reminds me of that atmosphere. Well, let me. Let me break the silence on what this game is. It's okay. it's a game from the originally the 3DO, and I would argue still the best 3DO game ever oh. made. And eventually ended up on the PlayStation. Right. It used Rise of the Valkyrie, or Ride of the Valkyrie. Wait, what's that old? The, right, Ride of the Valkyrie. Yeah, was Flight Fly the Valkyrie. Fly the Valkyrie. There Bumblebees. it is. They used a bunch Valkyrie, of, Valkyrie Bumblebee. Bunch no. of that. It was it Vivaldi or whoever it was? Right. Anyway. Uh, bunch of that music and it was definitely not chopper tanks helicopters it was kind of capture the flaggy i will now give you the name since you can't think of it it's called return fire return fire that doesn't sound familiar at all yet it's a great i know that sound it's a great game i had it on the 3do and then got it later on the playstation because how much i liked it and it was like a cooler version of that had a little better frame terrible name oh yeah bad name but (laughs) but see that's the great thing about who cares about the name if the game was great you don't care right right like katamari damasi that's a terrible name i love that name that name you don't creates intrigue in my mind i'm like oh only that? when you know that there's a game with a big rolly thing going on in it. And that's when it gets you excited. But not when you just hear it by itself. Kirby, that's a great name. Pac-Man, great name. These all no, make Pac-Man, go. Pac-Man only works when you know what Pac-Man is. If you don't know, you've never... And you can't. it's impossible to do this because it's existed for as long as we've been on this planet. Right. So if you hear the word Pac-Man, it's impossible for you to All right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you because I, I, I was just thinking of Toe Jam and Earl. And I'm like... How about Asteroids? How about... Uh, Freaking space invaders. They're terrible names. But But they were the first. Right. They were the first. And, their branded, they and the brand that they became became more important than any name they would have had. So it works. Right. And that's my point. Today's lesson but old in world's kind of late to the game to be using that name. Missile Command. Terrible name. Well, I like Missile Command. That's a good name. It is because of what it is, not because <laughs> of that it's a good name inherently. This is hard no, for our said, brains it says to do. We'll get to shoot some missiles. It's it, hard. That, it's hard for it, it our says, brains to do. I it get says, it. It says you're gonna get to 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 command some missiles. That that's I'm all about that. Okay, but like in old, her, old world doesn't tell me anything. It doesn't say 
you're gonna you're gonna smell some leather. That's what it tells me. Because you haven't played it yet, and then when you do, you'll go, oh, old world. Mm." Exactly. Yeah. So give it a little time, just like everything else. Right. Same with Final Fantasy. It's a stupid name. But we all know what it is. I like Final Fantasy. Uh, of That's course you do, because like, you know what it is. But if yesterday, if tomorrow, and no game up no, to this point no, have been called Final Fantasy. Said, Final Fantasy, I'd be like, oh, that sounds interesting. It sounds like I'm going to play in some kind of fantasy game. No. And it's going to be it's going to be intense. Guaranteed. It's going to be super Even the intense. word, even like World of Warcraft, if you think about what it is, it's stupid. That's a great name. Only because. World of War- It makes me think, <laughs> even if I don't know anything about the game, it makes me think. Oh, I'm going to be in a, a huge world where I'm going to be crafting things. That sounds cool. No, because then if somebody <laughs> named something World of Crafting, you would go, what the hell is that? Because it has no brand. That would be stupid. Because it has no brand. That would be stupid. No. Well, that's because I wouldn't, I wouldn't sign up for craft. That's League of Legends. It's the stupidest name, but it's attached they're, to a thing that everyone knows, so they're, they're stoked about it. They're legends. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like, hey, you want to play my new game, Horse Rider? Yeah, sign me up, Horse Rider. That sounds exciting. It's just like Steam. <laughs> I don't like Steam. That's because Steam is a That's dumb a name, name. But it's got a huge brand cachet now, and everyone respects it. So now you like Steam. I love Steam. See? I got proof of it. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> I'm playing your clip now. Let's see what this is. So you say it's from the 90s, yeah? Ninth is the late 90s, 1998. All right, here we go. Superberry. Over here. And the day started off so nicely. That sounded like... Nice. That sounded like Dave... Not Dave Barry. Dave Foley from uh, Kids in the Hall. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, this is Bugs Life. Yeah, it's a Bugs Life. It is I Dave Foley. the crap out of this game. That's <laughs> Dave Foley. How yeah. look at the Brad on the Brad on Brain. Look at the Brain on Brad over here. I got look at it. The brain on Brad. Yeah. So uh how was that? I never played it. Was it Oh my god, I had this in the PlayStation and it was fantastic. And it rated really well too. It's got like a four point eight out of five in different places. I mean it's, it it rated well because it really was a good game. Disney was doing some really good games in the PlayStation. Mm. They didn't always look the greatest, but uh they, they were real playable. They really got you in to the game and uh it felt like you were playing the movie bugs life video game let's see here uh various systems game storylines similar to that of the movie with a few changes after completing all levels the player can unlock the clips from the movie this was on the game.com site or according to game.com whatever that is oh no that's that weird console right i don't know what that is hold on that was a yes it was japanese we didn't get it here tiger electronics made it It was called the game.com this is stupid um game.com sega saturn and dreamcast versions were canceled so they never made those no! uh on march 8th 2011 the playstation version was released on the playstation store and the playstation 3 and playstation portable all got versions of that so well i liked it i thought it did fairly well all right. Uh, let's see. Development and release reception was met with generally mixed mixed to poor reviews. Aggregated uh, game rankings gave the Nintendo 64 version a 54.4%, PlayStation version, version 55.73, and the Game Boy Color Idiots. version 36%. Uh, oh, the Game Boy Color version? I can't speak to that. GameStop uh, Spot, rather, at the time, gave the PlayStation version 2.7 out of 10. Wow, they really didn't like it. I thought everybody liked it. I loved it. It says... Uh, uh, the quote was obvious that Disney uh, was more interested in producing a $40 advertisement for its movie than developing a playable game. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad, but uh, hey, whatever. Then why, did I play, then why did I play hours upon hours of it then? Because you were in the South and you guys didn't have TV yet, right? <laughs> oh, nice. That's that, 98. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we were... We were we were still playing the old world. Maybe that's why I don't like that. Yeah, you still learn the old world. You get you got unleaded gasoline the next year. You got uh, right, right, right. I would, these are the jokes I make at my wife. She's from Mississippi. I always do it. So this is, I'm just, these aren't really aimed at you. They're just me repeating dumb jokes about my wife. I always tell her that. Hey, I should. What go. did they what did they rate the Buzz Lightyear games on the PlayStation? Oh, I, I don't also know. love those. Let's find out. Buzz Light Buzz Lightyear from Star Command. I, there, there was a there was a couple of story Toy Story ones too, but. I really enjoyed one. the Buzz Lightyear ones. It was okay. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear um, 
Let's see. I'm trying to find uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Yeah, I think that's what of it was. A Star, Star Command or something Command. like that. And then that's PS1. Uh, here we go. All right. It is an action Metacritic. action flat uh, platform. <laughs> Flatformer. <laughs> Flatformer. Uh, video game developed by Traveler's Tales, published by Disney Interactive and Activision in 2000, based on the animated series of the same name, spinoff of Toy Story. It was released on Dreamcast, PlayStation, uh, Microsoft Windows, and Game Boy Color. Uh, reception. Mixed or average reviews. That's better than the last game. Um, right. Most were critical of the camera perspective, game pro uh, oh, writing it that it swoops around like a roller coaster gone mad. Um, no, I had this on the Dreamcast as well. Oh. Uh, Kristen Booger of Game Inform. Sorry, <laughs> Broger. <laughs> Not Booger. Broger. Christian Broger of uh, Game Informer at the time reviewed the game as PlayStation version and was critical of its graphics and gameplay. Uh, IGN praised the PlayStation version for its graphics and its inclusion of Bobcat Goldthwaite as a voice actor. Yeah! Uh, but criticized the forgettable music. Anyway, I don't know. Back then, nobody made good tie-in games. They were bad then. Right. Well, that's why, that's why I thought these were so... Maybe that's why I thought they were so good because they were at least middle of the road. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, that made it seem like it was amazing. Yeah. This is all, this is all true. What you're saying is true. Okay, um, where am I now? That oh, that's it. We did that. That is fun. That's always fun. But then there's this. That means time for a quick email from the listening audience. Sean Peddington Gill. Sorry, Petting, uh, Pettingill. 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 Sounds like petting a fish. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why it's... Why, because they're petting a gill? Yeah, because that... you're petting the gill of a yeah. fish. Right. Oh, Gil. Do you remember Gil on The Simpsons? He's one of my favorite side characters. He's so good. Good luck, Sean. Uh, I enjoyed your controller show. And, uh, oh. He, yeah, we did like a show and tell. Oh, controller show and tell. Show and tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It says, I was surprised that you didn't have any of the 8-bit do controllers or you didn't talk about them. No, we did, and I do. I have multiples of those. I have. You do have them. I, have a I don't SNES. think you talked about last time, though, but you talked about it in the past. Maybe we didn't last. Oh, because I just didn't show one last time. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says, I wanted to share my experience with that 8-bit do SN30 Pro Plus controller. I bought it specifically to use for Animal Crossing on the Switch because of its turbo function. If you haven't Ooh. used the turbo function with Animal Crossing, it's awesome. <gasps> it makes breaking rocks so much easier. Oh, it's also easier that. when you have to pick up a ton of items at once like turnips or fruit or wood. You just hold down the button and walk around like a vacuum, dude. Oh, oh man. Don't tell me that. That's pretty cool. That feels like cheating, though, a little bit. Eh, not really. I mean, not at this point. All right. Not at this point. I mean, we're you're kind of in in game on uh, Animal Crossing, right? I mean, there's no. It's not really cheating. He also said uh, the added bonus is I purchased the smartphone holder they sell with the controller, and the Switch Lite fits in that perfectly. Anyway, I just thought I would share for you, my Animal Crossing uh, playing listeners. Thanks for that all the content awesome. you guys put out there. Been a listener for years, Sean Pettingill. Pettingill. Well, that's rad, dude. I didn't know that. I have one I of those. I didn't know either. So I'm gonna now I want to get one. I have one. I just need to try it. I didn't know they had it. How did I not know there's a turbo button on there? What am I, dumb? What am I, dense? What am I, empty? Do you have one right there? What are you doing? Where'd you go? You, no, I don't. I was looking, but I don't have one. Oh, okay. You dip down like a... I don't yeah. know what you're doing. It's pretty scary. You're back now, though. You look good. Uh, thanks for the email, dude. We appreciate it. And that na- last name is not as hard as I make it sound. It's very easy. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to find us on the web. We're at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. If you're looking for anything related to the show, it'll be there. we get some cool stuff coming, so be on the lookout. Uh, you can also email us, boopshow at gmail.com, or you can just use the form on the site. The form on the site doesn't request an email, but, you know, we still use it. Uh, quick note, I'll probably put this in post at the top of the show as well for listeners at home, but for those in the chat room and those who missed it, um, I need a favor. I need as many of you who is willing to do this to send me your experiences and or thoughts, either at the time or in retrospect, about how Mortal Kombat changed the game's business by being the most violent title you could get, by causing governments to create hearings about it. Uh, between that and games like Night Trap and other stuff, there was a lot of game freakout from parents and uh, those who would wield moral authority over your lives at the time. And I want to know what your take is. Were you a parent then? And were you trying to talk your kid out of getting it? Did you want him to get it? Were you an adult then and you were playing it anyway? Were you playing it with your kids? If you were single and have no idea what I'm talking about. Or did you want to buy it and your parents were like, don't effing buy that game. Go to bed, you idiot. Like that. 
I would love to hear your story. What I'm looking for is audio clips. If you can just do them on your phone with a little voice app, uh, Android or iOS, doesn't matter. And just send to this email address, scott at frogpants.com. Send me an attached little file. Doesn't matter what format. I'll figure out a way to convert it if it's not something I can use right away. And tell me your experience. We're going to use this on an upcoming episode of the revamped Current Geek Show, which is amazing. And we are doing some rad stuff with it. And one of the episodes is all about the 90s and MK and what MK did to the business. So send me your thoughts, send me your feelings. Uh, that address again is scott at frogpants.com. And if you only can write something, that's cool too, but we'd really prefer audio because we want to feature you on the show. Okay, so don't say anything like your home address or you like to, you know, touch your wiener or whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. Brian, where'd you get that? That's awesome. That's that. Um... Wait, is that a pop the toy? Bad two laughs. I hate I hate bad to- or I hate pop toys. I know you, but this is the bad man who laughs. How can you hate pop vinyl? I just hate that? pop vinyl. Also, how do you get your camera to... How's your autofocus set? I have the same camera as you now. i got to talk to you about that. Because right, my autofocus right. is all sh- shitty. <laughs> anyway, more on that later. Scott of frogpants.com is where we're going to send that. That's going to do it for us. Brian, any final words of wisdom before we let the people go? Are all these games going to be free? Yes. In perpetuity. That's it, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. <laughs> <laughs>